And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana High School Football All-Star Digest. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and I have with me, of course, my co-host, Hall of Fame coach, Coach Ted Huber. And Coach Huber, uh, we have got quite a bit to talk about. There's a number of things that happened in 1976. And just to give you some of the lineup and some of the things that did happen, there was an election in the presidential election. Jimmy Carter won that uh, in 1976. $2 bill was introduced, um, popular movies at the time. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. And uh, th- as far as it goes to the Super Bowl, the Pittsburgh Steelers topped the Dallas Cowboys in Miami to claim a Super Bowl championship. And we also have the results from the Division I football, college football championships as Pittsburgh, number one in the nation, defeated number five, Georgia. And uh, they won by a score of 27 to three under the direction of coach Johnny Majors. And on that Pittsburgh team was a guy that was very familiar and became a true star in the pro leagues. And that was Tony Dorsett, who also was a Heisman Trophy winner. So that's kind of a roundup of what was going on as far as it goes to uh, in 1976 around the United States and in the pro football realm of things and in the college realm of things. Now, Coach, let's talk about the high school realm of things in the state of Indiana. We had three state champions crowned in 1976. Yeah, we did. Valparaiso won their first state championship under Tom Stokes, Dick Dullahan, and Carmel, 14-13. And uh, Valpo's Tom Smith was a Mental Attitude Award winner. 19 and 2A, Mishawaka Marion, this sounds like a repeat, right? under Mike Kaklinski, uh, 34 to nothing over Greenfield Central and Clayton Myers. Clayton won the year before uh, in 2A, not this year. So uh, the uh, David O'Connor, sounds like a Mishawaka Marion name, right. was, a men- it was a mental attitude award winner. Mm-hmm. And also, Coach, of course, we had Vegas Ferguson from Richmond. He was declared the most viable player in that contest. And the Raybolt Award went to Mike Stock, who was from Elkhart, and then went on to play at Alabama for the legendary Bear Bryant. And in Class 1A, Coach? And in 1A, Lawrenceburg, under Dick Meter, 28, beat Westdale under Dave Land, 14, and Westdale's Kevin Keller was the Mental Attitude Award winner. All right. So, you Familiar know, names. I'll mention the fact that Dave Land is legendary Mr. IFCA, and we'll talk to him as we go along. But David Land also could coach football. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Coach. Uh, so that kind of sums things up as far as it goes to uh, what was going on uh, around the United States in 1976, what was going on in the pro football and also the collegiate levels. And, of course, in the end of high school football realm of things. And, of course, Coach, this is, uh, you know, really we're in our infancy as far as it goes to crowning state championships by playing uh, in a tournament. And, again, uh, you had to still play your way into this tournament. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Uh, For a few more years, 1985 will be the first year that everybody's eligible. I might mention also this was the first year that the playoffs were held, the playoff for this championship was held at a neutral site, okay? Before, okay. it was at uh, assigned by the IHSAA. Right. This year starts North Central, Warren Central, and Lawrence Central as the three playoff sites, uh, neutral playoff sites. So 
there's a lot of people that are happy about that, right. especially Indianapolis people. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so that kind of sums things up, as I said, as we take a look at 1976. And we got a great interview coming up with a guy that is very familiar with winning state championships, and that's Mishawaka Marion's uh, Mike Heklinski. And we've got an interview coming up with him, and he is a fascinating interview and has got a lot of different sp- perspectives uh, to share with us, Coach. So I'm looking forward to that interview, and we'll have that interview coming up right after this. Almost every business uses promotional products to let everyone know about their business. Coffee mugs, ink pens, keychains, just about anything you can imagine. WIOE is all about promotion. That is why we are excited to introduce our new business, Big Cat Promotions. With over 50,000 products available, Big Cat Promotions can deliver what you want, when you want it, and make it affordable and effective. Call us today, 268-9830 or 551-5916. Remember, our business is to promote your business. And welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana High School Football All-Star Digest. Uh, We've got a very special guest with us now. It's an honor for Coach Huber and I to be talking to Coach Klinski, who was the head coach at uh, Mishawaka Marion. And, uh, Coach, you did some damage while you were there, claiming three state championships in the process. Well, we did. Uh, When we got there, uh, we took over for a gentleman by the name of Bob Otolsky. Yeah, we had him. Yep, yep. We had him on the show. Uh, well, Ted, was it one of the first shows, first or second show? It was back Sometimes. there when we first were beginning there. And he, uh, yeah, of course, he was a legend in his own right, too, and what he did. But, uh, uh, yeah, he told us that uh, <laughs> he thought he might have got out a little bit too early because all of a sudden you come in there and claim three state championships. So he thought that was kind of uh, funny there. We were laughing about that a little bit. But anyway, Coach well, Uber, go ahead, Mike. But no, no, when we went in there, obviously Bob was one of the guys that, that even helped open up the school right. uh, in its infancy. So he, he basically started the football program and the school at the same time. Wow. So when we, so when we went in there, and, I, and, and stop me if I'm talking too much here, but when we went in there, uh, we said, gee whiz, you know, we got, we got to do something different here. Uh, you know, when you go into a situation like that, Ted, you know this, Obviously, you know, there's somebody that's been there before you that has set the expectations. And uh, so one of the things that you don't want to do is destroy that part of it. But you have to try and look out and see what you're doing for yourself. Right. And one of the things that helped us at that time, and Ted, you know this, is uh, the in, the um, the ability to have the playoffs start at that time. And Yeah, and, that, uh, that just fit right into your schedule, didn't it? Totally. Totally. Yeah. Well, you know, Bob won a lot of games there, but he was never able to win a championship because it was all done uh, off the field. Right. So Mythical. We were able to, yeah, we were able to go in there and uh, and win win things on the field, and so we were able to uh, put a different mindset into the kids, which uh, was kind of a fresh mindset at that particular point in time. So sure. the timing was the timing was perfect for that. Right. You know, you say you went in there, Mike. Where did you come from? What was your experience prior to Marion? Well, I'm from South Bend, Indiana. So going back, I I went to South Bend, Washington High School and played football and baseball there. And and my football coach was Tom Rogeman, who you know very well. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so, so he was my football coach at Washington. I went After that, I went to Hanover College and uh, played uh, football and uh, baseball at Hanover College. And they got my master's degree at uh, Indiana University. And uh, out of Indiana, I had um, 
I had assistant coaching jobs at South Bend St. Joe High School. And then I went into uh, Lima, Ohio for two years and worked at Elida High School under a, a head coach by the name of Jim Daly, D-A-L-L-Y. And he was an excellent offensive coordinator, great offensive coordinator, and uh, ran the run and shoot, which you know a little bit about, obviously. And uh, and then came back. I, oh, as, as I was in I was in Ohio, I was trying to get some head coaching jobs in Ohio, but nobody knew me. And so so I had to come back to Indiana and I took an assistant coaching job at Concord high school for one year. And, uh, and then Bob left to go to Indiana university and Marion, Marion job opened up. And uh, I interviewed for that and uh, side of Flager, who was the principal at the time and uh, Bob Haas, the athletic director hired me over there. So that's how I got to Marion high school. Who was your head, who was your head coach at uh, Concord? Is that Tom? Uh, My head no, no, my head coach at Concord. No, Tom came long. Uh, oh, yeah, long after. Yeah. Yeah, my head coach at Concord uh, that I worked for was Mike Mayerski. Okay. Who who happened to be an assistant for Bob Atulski at Marion. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's the connection. Yeah, so there's, there's a little bit of a, of a tie in there a little bit. And uh, Mike was a good guy, uh, was from Kansas, uh, left Concord, and then went back to Kansas, uh, coached a couple years in Kansas. I don't know what he did after that. Right. Okay. Well, in, you know, and of course, in night, your first year at Marion was 73, and uh, you won a 1A state championship. Right. Um, and then the second year, uh, what, do you get beat in semi-state or something? No, no, no. The, uh, our first year was 73. Went in, we right. went into Class A, and right. uh, we had some excellent players. We had a gentleman, or, yeah, a gentleman by the name of Nick DeChico who played at Notre Dame. Right. And and somebody that you know, I think, had Nick Barnes uh, played at Indiana. Exactly. Otolski um, took him down to Indiana. And then we had a, a kid by the name of John Mayo, who was our quarterback and um, corner and, and strong safety. And he went to play linebacker at Western Michigan. We had some real good players at that time. He was a quarterback, and then, and then he went to be a linebacker? Is that what he just said? And then, and then he went to be a linebacker. They called <laughs> him up, and they made him a linebacker at Western Michigan. And, and a real good linebacker. He's a three-year starter there. Wow. Yeah. They don't do so, that too um, often <laughs> nowadays. No, no he, he was a tough kid, though. He was, he was, a, he was a good, tough kid. Um, and then our second year in 74, you know, in those years, uh, in the early playoff years, Ted, if you lost one, maybe even two games, you weren't in the playoffs. Right. So you had, you know, you had to go uh, almost undefeated in order to make the playoffs. Um and uh, our second year, we were seven and two and did not make the playoffs. And of course, that year we bumped up to double uh, A. And so um, our third year there, which was uh, 75, uh, we started a really good run. We were in double A again, and we started a really good run where we won like 28 games in a row and, uh, and won the double uh, A championship in uh, 1975. Right. Now, was that and, and, what, the reason you went up a class? Was that a rule, or was that just because you grew in size? Uh, that's because we didn't grow in size at all. Okay, but, so it uh, was. Thought, okay. Well, here, here, here's what happened to us at that particular point in time. Because when we were a single-A school, you know, at that particular point, when they first started with playoffs, you got points for beating schools. Right, right. Well, we, we, were, we were trying to play Penn, Mishawaka, St. Joe, 
uh, larger schools than we were. Sure. And we were getting a lot of points to beat them. They were getting no points at all for playing up. Right, right. And and so our philosophy was, well, we want to get back to playing the Mishawakas and the Pens and the St. Joe's. Sure. And so in order to do that, we're going to have to bump up. And that that was the main reason why we bumped up was because oh. we wanted to increase our competition. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it didn't hurt. I'll tell you that. No, no, <laughs> and and we had some, you know, I'll tell you that we had some great players. Uh, we had Kevin Moss, uh, who was, uh, I think, he still owns some of the tackling records at Purdue. Um, we had Tom George, a quarterback who went to uh, Purdue and you know got stuck behind Mark Herman, who was mm-hmm. not a bad quarterback himself. And right. Then Tom <laughs> transferred to Western Michigan and had a great three-year career. Uh, John Morrow played for us, and. Uh, he went down to Alabama, won two national championships, playing for Bear Bryant, Alabama. Wow! So we had we had some we had some really we had some folks really there. good players. Yeah, yeah. And then and then in 1976, we were a a double A school again, and we won another state championship, being undefeated, and again on the way to 28 wins in a row. So yeah. we had a we had a real a, good, a real good two year run there. Right. Yeah, no question about it. How long were you at Marion? I was at Marion for five years. Uh, our last year was 1977, and we were seven and two in '77, and uh, didn't make the playoffs again. So, in the five years, we made the playoffs and won three state championships. Wow. Okay. Wow, that's great. So stuff. then, what happened to you after uh, Marion? Well, then I, I went to uh, Richmond High School. Oh. And yeah. and if you think that uh, that following Bob Atolsky at Marion is tough, you ought to follow up <laughs> at, at Richmond. <laughs> I, and I can remember, Ted. Do you remember uh, Charlie Hilton? The yes, long, I do. A yes. long time athletic director, great guy at Richmond High School. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I can remember sitting there with Charlie Hilton when we were talking about the job, and and he looked at me and he said, "Heck." Do you really want to follow Hub Edgerton over yeah, here? Yeah. <laughs> I said, Well, I followed one pretty good guy. I said, I might as well do another one. So I, I took the job over there in seventy eight and stayed for three years. Oh, okay. Uh, we were we won I, I think we won twenty six and lost four. Oh wow. And and we had some we had some really good players there. One in particular that I'll talk about a little bit. Now you remember Vegas Ferguson from oh, Notre yeah. Dame. Yeah, absolutely. Well, his brother Marcel Ferguson was our running back my first year there. Oh wow! And uh, you know we had some great players as I coached, but Marcel Ferguson was the absolute best running back that I coached. Wow. I mean, the absolute best running back. And uh, he was a good kid too. Um, I, I think he's still in Richmond, to be quite honest with you. Right. But uh, so we had some good players. Uh, John Mackey was our quarterback, and he mm. went to Miami, Ohio. Chris Kinsey was a slot back for us. He went to Dayton. Uh, we have we have some good kids. Greg so, Reed, Terry Owen. Uh, let me ask you a question though. Going from the parochial to the public schools, was there a noticeable difference, or was it pretty much the same thing? Big change. Okay. Big change. In yeah. what regard? Yeah, and 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 that was it. Um, you know, we we tried to go into Richmond, and we tried to make it Marion. Oh. And. Uh, it was it's it's a difficult situation to do because quite frankly, first of all, it's a larger school. Sure. And and secondly, you don't have as much control over the kids 
as you do in a in a in an organ um, in an organization in like American school, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so it was a little bit different, but, you know, we, we tried to do the best we could, and we did. We made the playoffs our first year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but no, it, it, there is a big difference. And, uh, I mean, everybody, we had to find it out. We, we found it out, right. quite honestly. Now, when you say we, did you, were you able to take some of your assistants with you, or was that just uh, your family? I, or I, mean... I, I wasn't. No, I oh, wasn't. Okay. Because of the, of the situation. Uh, of the, you know, at, when you go, when you're in a public or a parochial school like Marion, uh, you don't have a teacher's union. Right. When you're right. in a, when you're in a public school like Richmond, you're, you're part of the teacher's union and, you know, you're very limited as to who you can bring in. Right. Right. Uh, and so when we were at Marion, I mean, we had some assistants that were, were excellent assistants. John Ferretti, Ben Karadzak, well, you know, Don Monhut, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Dave Reisner. Uh, Steve Wiseman, we had some wonderful assistants wow. at, at Marion, and we had we had very good assistants at uh, at Richmond. You know Ken Jordan. Oh yeah, he was my coach at Wallace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear was Bear was a, a uh, was one of my assistants, and uh, Ed Clemmer was one of my assistants. Gary Weir was one of my assistants. Uh, you know, we had some very good assistants, but we were very limited as to who we could bring in because we had to literally fit them into the into the uh the teaching schedule yeah sure yeah so it 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 was a it was it was a problem but it wasn't a problem you know we still got good people right okay from richmond where where did you head next well that's that's interesting because when i was in richmond i coached a a couple kids by the name of chris and tim cornett uh their dad roger cornett was the president of a of a a private equity company in Richmond. Okay. And uh, he came up to me, he came up to me the summer before my last year in Richmond. And he said, um, he said, Hey Mike, he said, listen, here's the deal. He said, if you ever think that you might want to get out of coaching, uh, come on and see me. Oh, Cause wow. I think, you know, I think we have a, a can, can have a nice opportunity for you uh, with our company. Uh-huh. And I, and I said, well, Roger, I said, Geez, you know, I'm a football coach. I said, what, what do I know? He says, well, he says, Mike, we think you have a lot of transferable skills. Sure. But I said, Roger, I don't know what a transferable <laughs> skill is. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I said, here's the deal. It was the summertime. And I said, Roger, I said, we're going into the season here. Let me get into the season, see how I feel. And then we can talk about it later. He said, whenever you think you may want to do something like this, just let me know. Uh-huh. So we, we were into the season, and, and this was amazing. Uh, Ted, we were like 7-1 and one at one point. We were rated number two in the state. And I couldn't wait to tell Roger that I was ready to make this move. Oh, wow. Um, really and true. So, so it was good timing. And here's the other thing is that, is that at the same time, I was talking to Dwight Wallace who was the uh, head football coach at Ball State at the time. Right. And, and I was going to Ball State. I was, I was going to be an assistant for him at Ball State. Okay. And uh, so Nancy and I sat down and we talked about it. And we said, well, you know, what do we do? You know, because we, we weren't going to stay in high school football. Uh, we were going to go either into the college level or we were going to go into the private sector. Right. And, um, and I, I, you know, Nancy said, hey, you know, Let's let's try the private sector. We can always, if it doesn't work out, if you don't like it, we can always go back sure. and uh, and coach high school. Right. So so that's what we did. We we got into the private sector, and uh, I worked in Richmond, 
and then they moved me to South Carolina and, and kind of the rest is history. Right. Coach, if, uh, if I can, and if you don't have to answer this question, you want to, but you said you were seven and one at that point, And you knew at that time that you wanted to go into private. You wanted to get, is there, do you want to expound upon that? Or do you want me to just, uh, um, just forget no. my question? So what what happened there, and and Ted, you can relate to this, I'm sure. What what happened uh, there was that I I never was really fond of being in the classroom. Right. Okay. Uh, I I was I, I I was there because I wanted to coach football. Sure. And I never was really fond of being in the classroom, mm-hmm. and so that's why uh, at the same time I was going to Ball State. Right. Uh, right. Uh, you know, to get into the college level to coach football and not be in the classroom. Quite sure. Frankly. Sure. Okay. So, All right. so Great that, answer. That was yeah. That was the that was the crux of my of my entire decision right there. Right. Right. Okay. And then so you stayed in the private sector then for the rest of your career. So is that correct? For the, for the rest of the career. Yeah. I got in. I got into the software business uh, oh. and stayed in the software business for about twenty five years. Wow. And managed uh, software sales forces. Oh and, wow. And I'm gonna tell you here's here's the thing about that is that a lot of the philosophy. And uh, a, a lot of the objectives that we used when we were coaching, you know, to motivate, sure. the, the, the game plan, and to put together just organization, right? Uh, we used when we were managing uh, software sales. Sure, work. it's applicable. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's so applicable. It's unbelievable how applicable it is. Right. And and I went I went to work my first software company that I went to work for, and you'll you'll recognize this. Uh, do you remember uh, a company called Jostens, the cap and gown oh, company? Sure, the ring company. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, the ring company. Yeah. Well, they had a they had a division at the time, a software division that was called Jostens Learning, okay. and uh, a good friend of mine from South Carolina worked for the company. He was a an assistant superintendent in a school district in South Carolina, mm-hmm. and uh, and we were talking one day, and he said. Um, he said, what are you doing? And I told him I was working for, he said, how'd you like to come to work for Jocelyn's Learning Software mm-hmm. Company? And what we did was we provided um, application software for school districts and uh, state associations. Oh, wow. And so it was, it was stuff like math and social studies and language arts and right. sciences. So we were, so I was actually going back into the schools right. with my salespeople and, and literally working in the schools, which is, you know, which was extremely, um, favorable to me. Yeah. So, and that was really a, in a real developmental time there where people were just starting to understand how this all works. Is that correct or not? That's, that's exactly right. I mean, it mm. was new. Uh, people, people had money to spend on it. Right. And school, school districts could not get this stuff in fast enough. Right. Really. Right. Really. Wow. It was, uh, it was, it was perfect timing. It was like going to Marion high school with a playoff. <laughs> perfect, perfect timing. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. That's super. Good for you. So you yeah. used your transitional skills. Yes. Is that right? You found out what they trans- were, trans- right? <laughs> transfer- transferable skills. Transferable. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, that worked out great for you, Coach. That's super. It, it did. It yeah. really did. We uh, we had a great uh, a, a great run at it. We really did. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And then yeah. and then I don't know if I I don't know if I told you this, but Ted knows this. Like we have two boys. Okay. And. Uh, one, uh, they were both quarterbacks. One played at Bowling Green. Okay. Uh, and that was Randy. And then Jeff played at, uh, he was at Illinois. He went to uh, oh, really? Illinois. 
Wow. And uh, and then and then Jeff now is uh, a college football coach at San Diego State with Brady Hope. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, Ted did mention that yeah. to me. Yeah, that is fantastic. Yeah. 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 So so you know when when we got out of the coaching world, I mean that was a big blow for them. Right. But then, of course, you know, it was an opportunity for me to work a little bit closer with them and things of that nature. Sure. It all worked out well. Yeah, yeah. It all worked. Cool. That is so cool. That's a great story, yeah. Yeah, they're having success out there on the West Coast, too. Last time I checked, I mean, Brady Hulk yeah, and his crew. Yeah, so. They did. That's yep, fantastic. Absolutely. Yep. Coach well, Huber, any other questions? Well, it, you know, this is really interesting to me. Um, I knew a lot of this, some of it I didn't. But uh, the fact that, uh, you know, that Mike got out of coaching and got into the private sector and was very successful at it, you know, uh, uh, at least you didn't have to sell insurance you know, <laughs> or, 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 use, or use cars. Yeah, there you go. Or right. use cars, exactly. So, and everything worked out beautifully. And uh, so now you're a Floridian, uh, been in Florida for how long? Well, we've been here full time since 2010. Okay, okay. great. 2010, and uh, and then and we've been retired. Oh God! Uh, when we first moved down here, for about the first three to four to five years, I still worked, uh, you know, on basically a part time basis. Sure. So we've been retired since about 2015, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, living living in a nice community down here. Sure. I gotta yeah, I, I gotta tell you one thing, Jeff. Uh, once I went to Richmond, uh, working with. Um, or working with, uh, yeah, Charlie Hilton and taking over from Hub <laughs> Edgerton. Uh, you know, again, like I said, you try and keep um, the expectations that have been set at those very, very successful schools. But And then you try and add your own, you know, your own, own flavor. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that we needed to have done at Richmond at the time, because um, it, it just didn't happen during Hub's tenure there, but uh, they didn't have a weight room or a, a oh. program or any kind of an off-season agenda at all. And uh, one of the things that we did was that after the, our first season, when we made the playoffs, we had a little bit of success there, and we made the playoffs. And so I went into Charlie and I said, "I said, you know, we we need to talk about putting in a weight room, and we need to talk about an off-season program, et cetera, et cetera." And uh, he said, "Well, he said, how much is this going to cost?" And I said, "Well, before we even get into that." Let's go and take a look at one. So I called up Dick Dullahan, yeah, oh. who you know really well. Sure. He, he was at, he was at Carmel at the time, and uh, and I said, Dick, I said, here's the deal: we're, we're we need to do this at Richmond High School, and he had one of the best weight programs and weight weight facilities uh, in yeah. high school football at the time. Right. And I I said, would you mind if I brought my athletic director over? and maybe one of my assistant coaches, and, and we just talked about your program and looked at your facilities. And I'm going to tell you what, Ted, he was so absolutely gracious uh, in letting us come over. He spent time with us. Uh, he helped us sell the program to Charlie uh, Hilton, and uh, it, was, it was wonderful. But that's yeah. just an example of, you know, you're competitive on the field, but you're absolutely good friends, and, and you want to help each other off. I mean, that's what football coaches are all about. Right. Right? I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I don't think it's, right I don't think it's uh, it's like that in any other sport. Yeah. Well, I would have to agree with you on that. My brother, uh, Ron, is, uh, the, is and has been head basketball coach in Indiana for a long time. He's now at Mishawaka High School, mm-hmm. and uh, he says the same thing. He said it's 
It's not that way in basketball. Right. For whatever reason, I can't give you a reason. Yeah. But boy, Dick was just so gracious and uh, we had and wonderful. Yeah, we had Coach Dullahan on a few shows ago, and uh, we talked about that and talked about the mutual respect. I mean, obviously, he went up against Ben Davis, and went, later on, he went against Coach Giesman and the pin crew, and he said, sure. and I asked him about the r- rivalry between those two big powerhouse schools, and he goes, we had a rivalry, but we also had a great deal of respect for one another. And I think that's really true. I mean, there's no question about that. Well, I think it is because when we were up at Marion, you know, we had Phil Teagarden up there. Sure. Uh, Eastman came to Penn the same year that I came to Marion. And, you know, we, we competed, but, sure. but we didn't cut each other's throat. You right. know, we were, we were, we were really uh, involved in making it a better sport for right. the area that we were in. Right, and um, it, it, it's so important. I got. I, I just thought I need to throw that in. Absolutely. Day. Well, Absolutely. I think you. You know, there's a guy named Vanderbush, uh, who was the weight coach that you talked to when you went up there. Okay. He is still at Ben Davis. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's at <laughs> Ben Davis now. Jason Simmons is the head coach there, and uh, he's still there at Ben Davis now. Obviously, he's an old guy, but. Uh, but uh, you know, his his uh, that's what he does. Right. Yeah. Good. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Well, hey, here, here's one. Here's another one. Well, I hate to keep telling stories like this, but when we were up there, I took Bear with me. You know, Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah, Ken Jordan. I, I took I, I took Ken Jordan with me up there to Carmel, and uh, and he said he said hey he said coach he said if we get this done, I got the perfect guy that can set up the weight room and can do he can help us with it. His name was I don't and I don't know if you know him Ted, but his name was Wayne Hedden, and he worked with Bear where where Bear used to be before he came to uh, Richmond, and uh, Wayne came in and told us what we needed, set our equipment up, did the whole nine yards. So I mean we're really fortunate to have some good people working with us at that particular point in time. Right. So did you get get a, a weight room? Got it full. I mean it was it was a wonderful weight room. Wow. And, yeah. Sometime off, sometime off the record, I can tell you stories about Charlie Hilton. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we can't talk about it here. Yeah. I can imagine. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. well, Good. Well, hey, yeah. coach. well, that's that's fantastic. Uh, you know, let's let's look a little bit talking about coaches. Okay, sure. uh, do you recall your coaches? Uh, that was on your staff in the uh, in the All Star game that year. I do, I do. Okay. And, and as a matter of fact, I need a, I needed a little help with uh, a couple of them. But Mark Surface and Ken Kenny Meyer just kind of stood oh, yeah. out. Yeah, and and great guys. You yeah. know the way we looked at that. Ted, you know when coaching back then when we did it. I mean, we were very intense people, and and <laughs> our, our players were very intense people. Mm-hmm. And when we got into the all-star game, uh, we kind of looked at it. Uh, well, we did. We looked at it as a reward. We, we looked at it as a reward for both the kids and the coaches. You know, so, so if you played well, you got in the all-star game, you coached well at the all-star game. And, uh, and Mark Surface was just the motivator type guy. You know, I, I, I think he was at Logan Sport at the time, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he was. Right. And and so, you know, he basically did his dances as we had the kids in the in the huddle and everything else. And he he was wonderful. 
And then Meyer, Kenny Meyer, was kind of the academic type guy. Right. Yep. He, he kind of looked at them and, and, you know, evaluated them a little bit and got into their heads a little bit more, things of that nature. Uh, you know, Jerry Vlasic was very similar, and he he was at Hammondola at the time. Exactly. So he was, he was a parochial Catholic school coach, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we kind of related a little bit on that level. And I, I'll be honest with you, I did not know much about Max Bollinger at all when okay. he was okay. a bluff. Right. Well, so, Bum and I know Max. Oh, yeah. uh, we knew Max uh, because of Warsaw. Yep. And uh, Max's son, Brad, played for us at Warsaw. Okay. And, uh, you know, he, Max was, uh, was hooked up with, uh, with Meyer, Kenny Meyer at Goshen and with Bill Doba at Goshen. Right. Uh, oh, okay. so it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Max, uh, never quite made that, that, uh, part there. But, uh, interestingly enough, I was talking with Kenny Meyer this morning and I told him what we were going to do tonight. And he said, if you can remember, I took offense at that, but he said, if you can remember, please tell Mike, I said, hello. He said, holy cow, what is he doing? And all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Kenny, so Kenny's a great guy. He really is. And like I said, we, we can't, as you, as you meet these guys and look at them for the first time or, or, and, and even more importantly, work with them for the first time, you kind of evaluate them a little bit. And like I said, Kenny, we evaluated as the academic type guy, really. Yeah. Uh, and, and Mark is a motivator, et cetera, et cetera. So, so, you know, we just kind of got along and had a good time at it. We really did. I got to tell you a story about that one, okay? Because obviously the South team had a guy by the name of Vegas Ferguson who was running the ball for him, right? <laughs> right. And, and uh, at, at halftime, they were ahead uh, 27 to 14. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we came in and the kids were down. And I thought, oh, man, I said, we got to do something here, guys. So I got up in front of him. I said, hey, I said, man, put your heads up. I said, we got them right where we want them. I said, we're going to score two touchdowns, kick two field goals, and win the game 28 to 27. And they, you know, I kind of perked up a little bit, start smiling, you know, like, hey, what are you talking about? You know, who in the heck are you? So, as a matter of fact, we got into the third quarter. We scored two touchdowns, kicked two field goals, and went ahead 28 to 27. And I said, oh, man. So, Fourth quarter, they wore us down. Vegas went in for another touchdown. They beat us by a touchdown. Oh, wow. But that was, that was the greatest time. It was fun. <laughs> my wife came down. You know, all my family came down. We just had a great time down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And that, it was played in Bloomington at that time. Right. Right. Yeah, so it was, it was just a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I well, I want to mention one other name uh, of your kid, David O'Connor. David um, O'Connor is one of the best kids I've ever yeah. coached. He's the I Mental mean, Attitude yeah. Award winner. Yeah, in 1976. Yeah, I yeah. want to mention that. Yeah. They, hey, hey, David O'Connor is maybe the smartest kid I've ever coached. Mm. He went to play at the University of Chicago, and I mean, he, this, this kid was head and shoulders above everybody else. And uh, he, you know, every time you wanted to talk to David and teach him something, he would ask why, <laughs> and you had, <laughs> and you. And you had to come up, you had to have the answer, you know. So the bottom line is David was wonderful. He really was, came from a great family from Elkhart. He was one of the Elkhart kids that came over to Marion. And um, he's just a, a super kid. I remember him well. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. 
this this has been fantastic. Great, I mean, great. This has been fantastic. Yeah, Mike. Um, this is what we were looking for. You know, what happened to Mike Eklinski? Okay, what happened to the three-time uh, state champ? Uh, what happened uh, from now till then and all that kind of stuff? So, right. wow, we are really, really appreciative. Yeah, Coach, really thank, you, thank you so much. Hey, it's hey, been great. Dave, Dave let, me, let me say one other thing because I need to mention this. You know, I, sure. I, I hope you don't. I hope you don't cut it out. But if you not do, at I all, understand. not at all. But we had, we had three, um, we had three, we had two sets of three brothers that played for us. Okay. And these were super kids at Marion. They were at Marion, and uh, they one was the male family, M A L E. One was the male family. John, mm-hmm. I mentioned him, was the linebacker at Western Michigan. Right. His his brother Chuck was Chuck Mayo was the kicker at Notre Dame. Uh huh. And then Tom Mayo was a defensive end at Purdue. Yeah, I remember that name. I went to Purdue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so that's one family where we had three brothers. Wow. And the other family that we had three brothers, and this is this was a, this is rather sad, was the Murphy family. And Mr. Murphy was a professor at Notre Dame. Okay. And the oldest uh, son, Martin Murphy, played for me my first year there, won a state championship. Jim Murphy won two state championships with us, and Tom Murphy played for me my last year. And Jim uh, died in a car accident oh, wow. um, oh, year, years ago, so obviously he's no longer with us. But right. just super, super families that kind of built into the program where we were at, to be quite honest with right. you. So, you know, that's, that's basically what it's all about, I think. And I think, Ted, you agree with that. Yeah, it's... Um... You know, I look back, of course, I grew up in Bremen, Indiana, mm-hmm. uh, before Bremen had football, before Don Bungie invented football in Bremen. Right. Uh, <laughs> I went to school field uh, two times a week, mostly Friday and Saturday, obviously. And then every once in a while, when St. Joe had a home game, uh, we went Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. You know, so uh, I had very much uh, respect and uh admiration for the South Bend and the Mishawakas and all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, you know, the thing that I really, really appreciate is what you guys did over there uh, with what you had. There's no question about it. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, this was fun. Yeah, I, Coach. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for spending some time with us. Uh, I know I coach with Bart Curtis. I still coach. And uh, uh, Bart's now down at Warsaw there doing his magic. Sure. And uh uh, we just, uh, uh, I mentioned you the other day and he, of course, his ears perked up and stuff. So, uh, it's been just a pleasure to meet you and talk to you like this and, uh, a great show. Uh, usually we have a couple of interviews on, but uh, I don't think we're going to need another one coach for this show because, uh, this has been so entertaining and so informational. So really appreciate your help coach. Hey, when you see Bart, uh, we have a common friend, a really good common friend by the name of Dave Reisner. Okay. He is Dave. Dave was an administrator at Mishawaka. He's retired now, but then he, he was also, uh, he was one of my assistants at Marion, but he was also the head coach at Knox High School. Oh, and okay. he knows Bart, Bart really well. So when you see Bart, tell him that uh, Reisner's doing well. Will you please? I will do that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. When I see Ken, when I see Ken, I'll talk to him about it too. That, yeah. Uh, tell Bear, tell Bear I said hi, will you? Absolutely. Okay. To mention, Dave, uh, a gentleman who played for me at uh, Mishawaka Marion High School, Brett Khalil. 
And uh, Fred was a walk-on player at Indiana University. Ted remembers him because he was there with Bob Atalski, uh and uh, and played all four years at uh, at Indiana. Okay, uh, was a linebacker at, uh, for us. And uh, I see Fred uh, numerous times now over the course of the year. He lives in Atlanta, uh-huh. and Fred has a has a very interesting occupation. Fred is a a sports broadcaster for CBS affiliates. Oh really? So he trans yeah, he transfers all over the country doing sporting events, uh doing interviews with all the the uh, the big time college and professional right. uh athletes. Mm-hmm. And just a great guy, good family guy and uh one of the good ones, really okay. and truly. So I, I needed I needed to make sure that uh that uh, I, I spoke Absolutely. Okay. All right. Good. Well thanks again coach and uh, you have a great uh Great evening, and uh, uh, enjoy your time in Florida. It's a beautiful place. Hey, thank you. And welcome back, everyone. And that was a fascinating interview there with Coach Mike uh, Heklinski. And, of course, as I said, as you all heard, certainly no stranger to uh, success, not only in the football field, but later on as he moved into the business world, a huge success there also. So uh, a fascinating interview and an interesting perspective on things as he coached both in the parochial school levels and certainly also in the public school levels, Coach. I thought it was a very interesting perspective he had on things. Yeah, it, it's also interesting that Mike um, Mike followed two legends right. in high school football. And that, that's uh, big, I think, yes, big. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, you know, uh, Otelski uh, up at uh, – Mishawaka Marion, and then, of course, Hub Etchison down at Richmond there. And uh, he was successful, and I was uh, uh, glad that he talked about the fact that he really introduced uh, something in the mid-'70s that was just starting to wake up, and that was the fact that we need to make our kids stronger, bigger and stronger and faster if they're going to play this game. And uh, he was instrumental in making sure that uh, they had a weight room there before he left Richmond. Yeah, that uh, Hub was an interesting guy. You know, he he practiced and practiced and practiced and did things all his way, uh, and was not into that. But uh, that that will become a reality, obviously. Right. Up north, up north, it became a reality. Donnie Howell was one of the first and uh, one of the most staunch weightlifters himself, and also for his kids. And uh, when he started doing that, then everybody else had to do it because <laughs> you, you got to keep up, you know, and sure. now here we are. It's uh 24 seven. Yeah, you know? absolutely. All right, coach, let's take a look at the, I know uh, coach Heklinski uh, talked about um, the um, North squad and the players that are involved. And uh, now we're going to take our turn at talking about uh, the South all-star coaches as well as players. So I'll let you lead off with that. Yeah, Jim Belden was the head coach of the South. Jim Belden, one of the best football coaches ever in the state of Indiana, uh, started out real slow at Westfield as a head coach, uh, went to Noblesville, had a lot of success, uh, beat Carmel his last game uh, at Noblesville, and then was hired at Carmel in 1980 when Dick <laughs> went to uh, Ben Davis. Right. And he ended up with 272 victories. Uh, as as a head coach, so you know, I mean, his it's endless. Eight eight times coach of the year, twenty four conference championships, four times state champion. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and on and on and on and on. And one of the biggest things was that he was a very very large supporter of the Indiana Football Coaches Association, and also in nineteen seventy eight seventy nine school year, 
was the IFPA president. Right. So elected to the Hall of Fame in 1996, uh, became a Hamilton County commissioner, a politician, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, served in the U.S. Navy, and as Dick Dullahan mentioned a few weeks ago, he had a great lineman's camp, and then uh, Jim passed away in 2016. Right, right, yeah. Certainly, I met him on a, several occasions myself, and uh, like you said, just a legend in Indiana High School football, no question about that. He also had a number of assistants. Uh, Coach, you want to talk about his assistants? Yeah, first of all, I want to talk about Jim Belden once. Oh, okay. One more time. Sure, I'm sorry. Uh, he was at Noblesville. I was at Hamilton Heights, first year as a head coach, and uh, he, he did more for me, listened to me. I let him, you know, I asked questions, and I bugged him, and I'd go over to his house, and Bev say, oh, Ted, it's you again, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, and he never complained, and uh, I just, I owed him. Yeah, uh, and uh, we were friends for a long time. So, Absolutely. Um, Kenny Kudre. Kenny Kudre was actually the first secretary of the IFCA uh, way back when. He was uh, uh, Evansville Rex Mundy head coach. Okay. Now, not too many people, unless you're from the South, know that Rex Mundy was a high school, and it was a high school for 13 years in Evansville, and it had a quarterback at one time called Bob Greasy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then he went to Southmont as a, as a football coach, very successful, but became an administrator. Okay. Okay. And he, he ended up at Southmont and then he ended up, uh, you know, up at, uh, up North, uh, as far as his education is concerned. And I can remember him talking one evening about the fact that people were complaining because they, didn't have uh, enough football coaches in the building, mm -hmm. okay? That the building, um, there was too many teachers and not enough coaches, teacher, coaching teachers. Right. So anyway, he said, uh, the principal can solve that, and I have solved that. Every time there's an opening, I look at every one of the people that applied, and the ones that I give first preference to are the ones that are interested in coaching sure so I, i'm never at a loss well you know there are some people that thought whoa now that that doesn't sound right but the fact is and i will maintain if you will look and you will think back at your experience in your high school your experience if you're a teacher or a coach who is the best teachers in the building yeah yeah the coaches oftentimes the coaches no, yeah. no question about it so it's not like we're making up things here, but, right. um, you know, I think that's interesting that he would say that. And it was, uh, it, you know, it, it sparked a lot of uh, interest, uh, obviously around the table. So sure. then Kenny passed away in 2016, uh, just like Jim Belden did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Steve DeMute, Steve was an interesting guy. He uh, played at Ball State. Uh, he was on the Rice Bowl team. He was inducted uh, with his Rice Bowl, Grant, his Grantland Rice Bowl teammates into Ball State Hall of Fame, I think around 2014. Mm -hmm. He coached at New Albany, Batesville, Elwood, and Carmel as an assistant. Okay. He retired and moved to Florida. And how, how many of us wish we could say that we had retired, moved to Florida, and was now a fishing boat captain. 
Oh, really? <laughs> that is great. And that's what Steve did. Yeah. Right. Interesting guy. Uh, Steve passed away in 2015, much earlier than anybody ever hoped. Right, right. Okay. John Lighty, Car- uh, Castle High School. John Lighty uh, won the state two times at Castle. Um, I spent 10, 12 years down there uh, near the coach uh, Hertz program at Castle and right. became very, very uh, familiar with John. And, of course, I was familiar anyway because his youngest son uh, played for Ball State when we were there. Okay. And Vince, his oldest son, is now going to be the head coach at Mount Vernon in Fortville. Oh, wow. And Mike Kirshner moved to Warren Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a retired U- U.S. Army officer. Uh, like I say, won the state twice at Castle. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just, uh, you know, he, he's he's looked upon and talked about with refer- reference down there in Warwick County. Right. He was 2000 was uh, in the uh, Football Hall of Fame. And he uh, passed away in 2016. Oh, wow. 2016 was not a good year for coaches. Bad year for the South coaches, no question. Yeah, for the South coaches. Okay. Now, when we talk about IFCA, we talk about John Mallory. Right. John Mallory coached for Chuck Stevens at Franklin Central. He was there when they won four state championships. John was a great assistant coach, but more importantly, a great person. Okay. Mm -hmm. John Mallory, since 1983, has been in charge of tickets for, <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. tickets for the All-Star Banquet. Oh, okay. Okay, that's only 37 years right, now. Right, right. Okay, <laughs> and he also, and he also, when you go to the clinic, he's there at the table, and he utters these words that thousands of coaches have heard. Welcome to Indianapolis. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So John Mallory, IFCA, unbelievable work ethic, unbelievable. And Chuck Stevens, uh, a big part of Chuck Stevens' success. And uh, John Mallory is uh, the IFCA. Okay. Right. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, Bob Wilbur. Right. From Ben Davis. Davis. Exactly. Right. He came from uh, South Bend Adams, and uh, earlier he was the head coach. Uh, he went down to Ben Davis. That's where he went to high school. That was his oh, dream wow. job. Mm-hmm. That was his dream job. Uh, he was a very successful football coach. Nineteen eighty-three. Retired from coaching, mm-hmm. 1998. Retired from being a counselor, and passed away in 2017. Oh, okay. And he will become the head coach of the All Stars in a couple of years. Okay. And he had a son who ended up being an All American at Indiana, and who is in the IFCA Hall of Fame. Tim mm-hmm. Wilbur. Wow. Okay. Okay. And so those guys are the ones that coach the South. Right. Now, I think the South won the game, and I can see why. Yeah, it was 33 to – I believe it was 33 to 28. 
And so what right. I've got, yeah. Just think about so, who, who all these guys are and, and right. you know, how much they put into their coaching and how right. much they meant to Indiana high school football. Right. So these are the coaches. Yep. Well, they had some players, obviously, coach, too, one of which is uh, we're all familiar with from Richmond was Vegas Ferguson. Vegas Ferguson ended up being at Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, uh, was an All-American at Notre Dame, obviously All-State in Indiana, but ended up uh, at Notre Dame and was drafted into the um, Pros, yeah. NFL mm-hmm. and uh, played for the Patriots, the Browns, and the Oilers. Right, and in 1998, was elected to the Hall of Fame. One of the one of the greatest running backs ever uh, in the state of Indiana. Right, and he played for obviously played for Hub Edgerton. Right, okay, and Hub didn't think he needed to lift weights. Right, because he was fast enough and can do all those things. Right, and uh, you know if uh, if you remember when we were in uh, down in Richmond, mm-hmm. I think Kenny Jordan, your coach, yes, the Bear talked about being a teammate of Vegas Ferguson. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he talked did. about he was one of the guys that used to block people so Vegas could run. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. Okay. All right. So, yeah. All right. We also have uh, um, we have uh, Kevin Motts from Mishawaka Marion was quite a player also. Yeah, I think that uh, Mike will talk about Kevin Motts. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, talked about Kevin Motts. Uh, that's you right. Know, he did. Like Kevin Potts, uh, make you a better football coach. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, no question about that. Right. Okay. Uh, there's a guy named Todd Sheets too that you're very familiar with. Absolutely. Todd He's was in the a, area yep, up in northern Indiana. Northwood Panther. Yep. He was the best, one of the best um, the Northern Lakes Conference ever saw. That's for sure. And went on into a Northwestern played there um, and uh, set some records there. And then, of course, he was drafted actually by the Bears. And often is the case, uh, he, uh, um, you know, got injured in a training camp and that kind of thing and uh, never got a chance to actually, um, you know, play. But uh, certainly an outstanding player for uh, Jim Andrews out of Northwood. And, uh, you know, I think people would could ar- certainly argue that he's one of the best uh, ever to come out of our conference, no question. Yep, yep. So... And what he's done since then uh, is, you know, very commendable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was Northwood Panther. Uh, he was athletic director for a while, and then he got involved in sales. He's done right now. Him and his wife, Sharon, live uh, down around Indianapolis. And, uh, you know, I run into Todd now and then as being good friends with his brother-in-law and his uh, sister, uh, who uh, my good friend married his sister. So, uh, absolutely, very familiar with Todd now. Outstanding player, outstanding human being, no question about it. All right, Coach, um, that kind of summarizes. Do we miss anybody as far as goes to the south? Did we talk? Yeah, well, there's a couple of guys, but, uh, you know, there's not much. You know, they're offensive linemen. What are you going to say? A guy right. named Jeff Phipps who played at, at IU. Right. Uh, you know, he, he blocked people. And, right. And uh, that's what we say. Um, if offensive linemen get any kind of recognition, they're going to get drummed out of – the offensive linemen association. Right. <laughs> That's about true. Yeah. They're not, they're not supposed to do that. Right. Okay. Because that means that they're doing jobs and that's what all those, all those guys up there, the, the hogs, whatever you want to call them. Right. Right. People call them. Yep. That's what they do and they do well. And, uh, 
you know, that that's just the way it is. Right, right. He come out of Evansville Central, by the way, Jeff Phipps did. So exactly. Right. right. All right, coach, uh, that kind of summarizes that. And um, right now we can take a look at uh, 1977, if we want to talk a little bit about that. And we've got some great interviews coming up uh, that we'll be plugging in here and there. Um, you know, we had Bob Gaddis. We've got an interview with him that uh, certainly as the director for the Indiana Football Coach Association. Uh, we're going to have uh, Coach Wright from uh, um, Sharon. Let's see. Sheridan. Sheridan, yeah, excuse me, Sheridan. And uh, we got uh, just a bunch of different coaches here that uh, we're starting to get on tape, and we'll be plugging them in as we move uh, through this whole series. And, uh, you know, 1970, this one, will, uh, 76, will be posted on uh, Sunday evening, the uh, 9th of May, and so it'll be up there by the 10th. And then we'll be motoring our way towards 1977 with uh, some interesting uh, coaches there also. So. Lots to look forward to if you're a fan, and we do have people that are listening. More and more people are listening and uh, uh, interested in what's uh, going on here. And uh, we've got also a commissioner that we're going to be talking to here uh, uh, at some point uh, down the line, too. Yeah, Robert Falcons, uh, assistant IHSA commissioner. Uh, he's going to talk mainly about the realignment and how everything uh, shifts out now. And uh, it's it's not official yet. I mean, it's out, and it's uh, not official yet because it's got to be passed by the uh, the board, but uh, it, it's pretty well understood what it's going to be like, yeah. Yeah, okay, very good. All right, well, um, Coach, that's about yeah, I'm gonna give you. Go I'm going to give you an assignment All right. this week. I want you to find out what year Sheridan, where Bud Wright played. Oh, wow. Okay? Bud Wright played at Sheridan. And he's coached at Sheridan for fifty some years. Wow. Okay. And I and I accused him of being on the first team at Sheridan. Uh huh. And that's not true. Okay. So your job this week is to find out what year Sheridan started high school football. Okay. I'll see if I can track that down. And okay. we'll we'll see what we can find out about that. All right. Well, that brings us to a close, unless you've got something else you want to add to uh the podcast here, Coach. Uh, again, it was an interesting uh, uh, time here to spend with uh, coaches and talk about the coaching staffs and the players from the North and the South squads, as well as having a great interview uh, by uh, Coach Heklinski. Um Again, a fascinating uh, guy to talk to and uh, certainly one of those kind of guys that uh, we like to hang around. Yeah, we do. He, uh, he chooses to be with football people just like my buddy Joe Cowan. Yep, that's exactly right. All right. So I'm Coach Dave Baumgartner, and talking also for Coach Ted Huber, we'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. And remember, life like football is a team sport, so let's everybody play fair, and everyone have a great week. <laughs>